This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Well, this is Betting Weekly, Extra Time, Serie A edition, five draws across week 17, including two two twos as both Inter and Milan were held to scupper the majority of bettors, I would imagine, but not those who followed the recommended picks uh, from my guest today, freelance Italian football journalist, Daniele Fisichella. Um, Daniele, how are you? A profitable week. It should have been better. I am still reeling from what happened to Milan because we went for a Milan win and unders and Roma somehow. I, I can't believe it. I'm checking the score. I'm checking the score like all betters do. Okay, one goal. That's nervous. Oh, I can't believe it. Frustrating. Well, still, still a good week, but you know. I done all good. Well, neither Milan fans could believe it. If that game is played again another 10 times, Milan wins it 2-1 seven times, another three times they win it 2-0. They <laughs> let it go. They let two points go in a very tight tight race. Could that be the difference between winning the Scudetto in a row and not winning? We'll see. Because, of course, this weekend, there is first against second. Napoli-Juventus, who would have thought at the beginning of the season? Unbelievable. And it's going to be a fantastic game. And now they are the top two in the market. Obviously, Napoli are the favourites, still are. They are shorter this week in the futures, minus 200. But Juve alongside Milan now at plus 600. Every time I see a little bit of Juventus, every time I see the results, there's an awful lot of one nils. They seem to just get the job done. Are they the biggest title challenges to Napoli at the moment, do you think? I don't think they are. But it's true that they've been proved a lot and the results say so. So the results don't lie. When you get out eight wins without conceding, nine out of the last 10 games wins without conceding, it means Juventus are more solid. They concede less big chances to their oppositions. They're becoming more clinical. Allegri has found the best formation. The last two, four games they played with the three at the back, 3-5-2. And then, of course, with the returns of the likes of Chiesa, the return of Di Maria, Paredes in better form. We're still waiting for Pogba. That means he got changes from the bench in a, in a, in a, in a team that, yes, spends a lot of time perhaps not controlling the game, but they know how to punch when they need to. Now, Napoli-Juventus, the longer it stays nil-nil, the more dangerous it is for Napoli, for two reasons. Juventus might go for it, and they are the master of the tight margin so far. And also, Napoli could get caught in two minds. Remember, they are plus seven on Juve. Milan goes to Lecce the following day. They don't need to win it, but when you don't need to win it, you might end up losing it. 
Well, Napoli are minus 106 to win the big game on Friday. It's 8.45 local, 2.45 Eastern in the UK. The Maradona is going to be bouncing. We know that. Juve are plus 300. The draw plus 260. Now, the last time that they played last season uh, in Naples, Napoli uh, were plus money. They are minus money this time around. Uh, Napoli have won their last nine at home across all competitions. Juve have won the last eight in Serie A, as Daliele was pointing out, five of which have been 1-0. That's plus 950. Uh, incidentally, if you fancy a narrow Juventus win. Uh, do Juve have to win this one? You talk about Napoli being in two minds and and you know the gap being seven points in terms of the title race. If Napoli do win, that's 10 points. We're nearly at the halfway point of the season. How ambitious do you think Juventus will be here? I don't think they will be very ambitious. And I think they found that playing the way they do with uh, conceding spaces, letting the opposition get into the into the into their own half and conceding especially the wide areas and crosses is the best way to get the best out of this group of players because they do have the players with energy, with stamina to carry on the ball up the pitch and be dangerous in the counter-attacks. The likes of Kostic, the likes of Chiesa, McKenny, of course, Rabiot, physical players that can also pounce on the cancer attack. Juventus don't have to lose it because in Italy also, if it comes to the same points level, it's the head-to-head -head count. So getting a draw out of the Maradona will be very, very valuable. We are only on match day 18. We still haven't finished the Girone di Andata. This is a game they don't have to lose. But of course, the question is with Juve. If they were more ambitious, would they have got the same number of points they have now? Would they actually be better off? I don't think they will. I think the way they play is the best way for them to get points. Allegri said after the game against Udinese, if you don't concede, well, at least you don't lose. Well, I mean, that tells the whole story. Actually, interestingly enough, Juventus are the best defense in Serie A, but if you look for the expected goals conceded, they are plus seven because... They still concede chances to the oppositions and Chesney has been in great forms. How long can they go? How long they can resist? Napoli, on the other side, have not beaten top teams in Italy very convincingly. Actually, the last game they lost against Inter because probably they got caught in two minds whether they needed to go for it. Had a lot of the ball, not enough penetration, but against Milan, against Lazio, against Roma... They never trashed them as they did in the Champions League against Liverpool and Ajax. But it has to be said, great character against Samp in an emotional game because it was an emotional environment because of the sad passing of Luca Vialli. So it was a difficult game to manage overall. They did it. They negotiated well. one to nil convincingly. Perhaps a few players, Kvarashelli and Lobotka, still not at their best. Very interesting to see who Juventus deploys against Kvarashelli. Is it going to be McKenny? Is it going to be a defensive wing-back Inter two weeks ago put Darmian there instead of Dumfries and they shut him down? There are many, there are many angles for this one. Let's, let, let's go into the betting picks. First half could be cagey. Under 0 0.75 goals plus 138. But I also like the draw of full-time plus 260. Now, because it's two picks, half a unit of each of them normally when these so anticipated big games in Italy happen, so there is a common sign in Italy, the mountain gives birth to a mouse. Nothing comes. Much of my much hate about nothing, if you like. Sometimes it could be really, really cagey. 
Well, interesting selections. And I like the point that you make about Juve and that expected goal against, because at some stage there will be a little bit of regression. There just has to be, or the expected goal and expected goal against metric is a bit of a fraud. Some people will say it is, but I know that an awful lot of betters put an awful lot of stock in it. Listen, it's going to be a fantastic game. You can watch it, of course, on the Bet Rivers app. It is streamed live. Just to confirm, Daniele's selections here, under 0.75 goals. That's the goal line in the first half, plus 138, half a point. And the draw, plus 260, also half a unit. So those are the selections for the big game. Friday night, 2.45 Eastern, 8.45 local. Let's move on to Milan who travel to Lecce. Lecce plus 540 here. Big price. Milan minus 175 this game. Saturday, 6 p.m. local, 12 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Um, Milan obviously off the back of the game against uh, Roma. Lecce unbeaten in four here, Daniele. They took points off Napoli earlier this season. Plus 540 looks a little bit big. What's the angle in here? The angle is uh, the Lecce this season have never been trashed. And of all the three newly promoted sides, I think they are the most difficult to play against. Whereas Monza are better technically and can move the ball quicker around the pitch and can score more goals. Lecce seems to me the better organized. They can soak up the pressure better, but also are very good at counter-attacking. And obviously, let's not talk about Cremonese. They hit the post twice, Lecce, against Spezia. And they deserve to win. It was a nil-nil, a tough game on a hard pitch. It rained all day in Liguria. It was not easy. And they were come very close to uh, to win. They scored in four out of the last five. They beat Lazio recently at home against the top teams. They always scored. They scored against Inter, Fiorentina, Roma, against Juventus. They didn't score, but hit the post in the last minute. So at home, they have a very good record. Score nine conceding nine they look comfortable they look they're gonna stay up this season and they play still with three three men up front strafezza colombo former milan player of course and probably banda or chise so the thing is still gonna create chances milan i mean we talk about the game uh, they squandered against roma maybe the negative um substitutions from pioli took out Giroud uh to uh, brought a defender uh gabbia then he brought in the Cataler didn't even impact, but again, maybe we're getting too uh, conditioned by the game, by the result. You have to, to look at the game. Milan did better than Roma did. Roma did pretty much nothing for 80 minutes. The thing with Milan is uh, the new signings, the Cataler on top and also Rigi, they have basically had no impact. So it's the same group that won the title last season without Ibrahimovic now, without Rebic, who's slightly injured. How far they can get, how much improvement can Pioli bring to this team after doing so much. Only one clean sheet in the last eight, by the way, for Milan. Also due to the fact that Mike Magnani is not there. Without Tonali, very important players in both halves. From the defensive side, but also from the attacking side for Milan. As I said, I don't think Lecce are going to get trashed here. I'm going to go for an Asian handicap plus 0.75 for Lecce, which plays 115, plus 115, because I think... uh, Obviously, Milan could win, could win it by one goal, in which case you lose out your stake. But any other results, you're onto a winner. I think it's a good one. This could be one of the best of the weekend. Plus 115, Lecce on the Asian handicap. Plus 0.75, Lecce have lost by more than one goal only once this season. And it's uh, never at home. So there's some good stats to point you in that direction. Let's move on to uh, Milan City rivals Inter, who are at home. They take on Verona. Shortest price favourite of the weekend. Minus 385, Verona. 
plus 1,000 here. The draw, plus 450. Uh, now, Verona with a huge win against Cremonese to Scoparoz, uh last time out. It's their first clean sheet of the weekend. I still think you're taking a bit of a chance here with this bet, Daniele, but tell us what you're going for with Inter Verona. I'm going for under 3.25 goals, minus 113. So this is an Asian line. If there are uh, three uh, goals, you win half your stake. Less than three goals, you win the full stake, minus 113. I don't think I'm going for a chance because I yeah, watched yesterday Inter playing a dreadful game against Parma in Coppa this Italia. This is the Coppa, yeah. Going to the extra time against the 44 years old Buffon, who had a very good game. Inter were awful, and especially the second lines, the fringe players, the likes of Aslani, Gosens, uh, Gagliardini, they were really below par, let's not mention Correa, Inter were basically playing with 10 men. Inter, they were unable to put together a good streak of results, to be fair, in a week that is still positive, because they beat Napoli, they drew with Monza, and they beat Parma, so, and Inzaghi said, well, we should have beaten Monza because the, the goal from Acerbi should have stood. Uh, so that was 3-1. Basically, we won three games in a week. No, Inter won one game. They won two extra time <laughs> and they dropped point against Monza. Let's not try to change the narrative. But of course, the win with Napoli was huge. But they are lacking a bit of conviction there, a bit of cutting edge. And also, they'll probably be lacking a few of the big players. Cialanolu, Barella, Brozovic were rested for Parma. I'm not sure all three will feature. And without them, it's going to be difficult. Again, without Lukaku. I don't know if he's a blessing in disguise because his form, his form is so poor. But he picked up another niggly injury. I don't think this is going to be a goal fest. Maybe the bookies are looking at the last games at home for Inter. I know they won the last for a San Siro. They beat uh, Bologna 6-1. They've already beat Samp, Cremonese, Spezia in the early stage of the season. But I don't think they're going to score many. They're going to find a sturdy Verona, a fight in Verona that in the last few games have improved. Maybe they found in Juric the man up top to lead the attack. Route one football, ball to the big man. Verona are going to be hard to beat. They only conceded 13 away from home, so not too bad. A mid-table, respectable tally. Inter conceded 20 away from home, just to put things in perspective. Scored three on the last four away games, Verona. Maybe they might not, con con they might not contribute to the scoring. Could be an ugly win for Inter, maybe 2-1. You still be winning half of your stake if you go under 3.25 goals, minus under 13. Uh, and that game, incidentally, 2.45 Eastern time, 8.45 local. Uh, Sassuolo against Lazio, which is a Sunday game. Early start for US betters here. 6.30 a.m. East is 12.30 local in Italy. Plus 2.10 Sassuolo. Lazio plus 1.25. Not quite uh, sure what to make of Sassuolo. They've lost their last three and five of their last six. Lazio have dipped um, as well recently. Maybe this is the, the perfect game to get the Romans back into the winning groove, Daniele. I think it will because, uh, and then that's what I'm going for is Lazio win plus 125, big price. I'm going to go for a half a unit here just to cover and edge it a little bit. I think Lazio have got a psychological problem, not a technical problem, not a problem with players or anything. They were cruising against Empoli 2 0, their chance to make it 3 0. Uh, Milinko is having hit the post. Then, if you look at the way they considered 2 1 from Caputo, they were caught on the break with 20 minutes to go, and then the light went off, and Empoli, which, by the way, they were so negative in the first half hour and half hour of the, of the game, 
smelled a little bit of blood, and in the end, they punched and took two points away from Lazio, who also committed the same mistake at Lecce three days before. In their case, they lost the game. Look, I think Lazio, against teams, they let them play. They don't press very high and don't attack. They are a beauty to watch. They're almost training. Uh, you know, Some of the actions are from the training pitch as well. When things get a little bit tougher and when there are a little bit of emotion involved, somehow... They're still lacking, but they got goals in them. Only Napoli has two players in the top 10 goal scorers in Serie A. And for Lazio, it's Immobile and Zaccagni, same as Napoli with Osimena and Cravascelia. No wins in three. Okay, that's the worst trick of the of, of, of the campaign, but they only conceded six goals away. And they visit a Sassuolo side who should be really disappointed, not only for the many chances they misses against Fiorentina in the first half, but also because they are going backwards. Only one win in the last 10 games. They seem to have lost a little bit of style of spark. They still concede far too many goals. And they're going to be without two important players, the goalkeeper Consigli, who often during these years has saved them, and Pinamonti. They're going to be out for three, four weeks. So the good news is Berardi is back. He scored two in two. But the other two big players are missing. I'm going to go for a Lazio win, for a visitor win, plus 125, alpha unit. If you back to every single Lazio uh, win away from home this season, you are plus 429 in profit. They have been good on their travels, certainly against the rank on file in Serie A. Uh, Roma against Fiorentina next. This is Sunday, 2.45 Eastern, 8.45 uh, local. Uh, Roma plus 100, Fiorentina plus 280, the draw plus 260. Uh, I always think it's a little bit dangerous going overs. When it comes to Jose Mourinho's side, the overprice here is uh, round about uh, minus 104 or maybe plus 102. It's been hovering around the sort of minus and plus money over the course of the last 24 hours. But, Daniele, you think they are value here to get over two and a half goals? I think they are. I think, and that's why I go for over 2.5 goals plus 102. Maybe their value if they start playing so late as they did against <laughs> Milan and they need to throw everything on the pitch. But also, I think Fiorentina are value. Let's start with Fiorentina, actually. They still have issues. Uh, they're not able to manage and control the games as much as they want. They still have problems in midfield. Amrabat was out for the last game. Let's see if they recover him. But they found more confidence in front of the goal. They score always in the last eight. In the end, they qualified easily uh, for the Conference League. And I think he's a team that is in transition, has made a few changes, has made a few good inquisitions in the summer, the likes, for example, of Barak. They still need to put them together because the talent is obviously there. They also have a few players coming back from injury, like Luca Castrovilli, who once was thought to be one of the most promising young players in Italy. Three out of the last four away games for Fiorentina Bombo to score. I think they're going to contribute to the scoring. Rarely a Fiorentina game ends nil-nil. Last season, they were also entertaining. They're going to go for it. And they're going to go there with confidence. Roma, I think, uh, look, again, you have to say, maybe Mourinho is a genius because he took advantage of Milan negative subs and he brought in El Sharawi, Belotti. They score another two goals from set pieces. That's already 10 this season. So probably the best chances of scoring is winning a corner. But that tells you a lot about how... Sometimes disappointing and sometimes negative. Uh, they've been really at San Siro. They should have turned up such an important game. And they didn't. They're going to be without two important defenders, Mancini and Ibanez. I think sometimes playing with three at the back, especially when basically two out of three of your centre-backs, they don't contribute to the play much. It's about negative. But let's see. I think they're going to go for it again. Only score two in the last four. 
games at home that maybe that's why the bookie thing is going to be an under but I think Fiorentina will contribute and Roma will be under pressure to get the points they're only three points behind Inter who's fourth at the moment in the table over 2.5 goals plus 102 that's the selection Fiorentina incidentally without a clean sheet in full we like overs for that Roma Fiorentina game uh, last up this is a Monday game 845 local therefore 245 Eastern in the US Empoli plus 130 Sam big price Plus 270. They are the outsiders of the three. Draw pretty short, plus, uh, plus 200. Over and under two and a half goals, plus 107. Overs, unders, minus 148. It has been an emotional time for Sam, uh, as uh, we know. And uh, as uh, everyone has uh, been talking about with Gianluca Viola's really sad death, they head to uh, Empoli. Um, and they need a result, really. Don't we? We've talked about Samp an awful lot over the course of the season, Daniel, because they started poorly. They've not really improved here. They're still in the relegation zone. However, you believe that potentially they might get a positive result away at Empoli. Yes, I think they will. Incidentally, Empoli is a pitch where Gianluca Vialli scored one of his trademark bicycle kicks with Sampdoria at the end of the 80s. You'll find it on YouTube. Sampdoria... Asian handicap zero for this one, plus 150. So I don't think Sampdoria are going to lose the game. I'm going to put half a unit on this one. If they win, you win 150, of course, half a unit. If they draw, you haven't lost your stake because I think they started the year with more confidence, with more fighting spirit. Deja Stankovic is instilling that fight, that resilience into the team. And against Napoli, they held their own very well. They played for 10 men for large spells of the game. They made it a physical battle. Rincon was a clear send-off anyway. But even after Napoli took the lead, uh, they still went for it. Uh, they were not very close to equalize, but they didn't embarrass themselves at all in an emotional day as well. I think they kept it really, really well. They are six points behind Spezia. This is an this could be a good chance to cut that deficit as Spezia travel to Torino and might end up losing only two wins away from home this season for Sampdoria. That's why the price for them to pick up points is so high. Only six goals scored away on their travel. One more than Juve, by the way. Empoli, a bit negative initially against Lazio. I was a little bit disappointed by a team that has shown good things and good proposition. Is a very young team, a little bit naive but they left Lazio play too easily at the beginning. Then they score on the counter-attack. It was Caputo, which, by the way, now plays against his former team, Sampdoria, after a bad spell in Genoa. So maybe check the, the, the odds for him to score. Unbeaten in three, Empoli scoring four out of the last five games. Um, Sampdoria have got much more at stake here. And against an experienced side, Empoli, I think they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna get a... The points. I mean, it's a speculative one. If they draw, as I said, you don't lose anything. Sampdoria, Asian Handicap, zero plus. That's a selection for the Empoli Sampdoria game, which is the last of the weekend, Monday, 2.45 Eastern. Now, let's uh, have a look at the handicappers table, shall we? We'll recap the selections for you in just a second. Uh, but obviously, when it comes to the handicappers table, always nice to see how we're all getting on. Serie A, of course, with Daniele has been in terrific form uh, recently and just nudged upwards a little bit. Plus eight, seven, eight. If you've been following Daniele throughout the course of the season, Liga is still going well. Premier League also going strong at the moment. Champions League and Europa League yet to resume, of course. Portuguese and Spanish also featuring their La Liga boys need to up their game a little bit. I'm sure it will happen between now and the end of the season. Let's just recap what we talked about, Daniele, over the course of the show today. Um, 
I'll rattle through some of the bets and then just get your thoughts on the on the Napoli game again to wrap up with. So Empoli Samp, we like uh, Sampdoria on the Asian handicap, naught plus 150, half a unit. Roma Fiorentina, we're going over two and a half goals, plus 102. Sassuolo Lazio, we like Lazio to win at plus 125, half a unit. Inter Verona, under three and a quarter goals on the Asian, minus 113. Lecce Milan, Lecce on the Asian handicap. For me, this is the best bet of the weekend. I really like this one. Plus 7.5 on the Asians, which comes in at plus 115 in terms of odds. Now, Napoli Juventus here, Daniele, just remind us what you're going for here, because this is the big game of the weekend. It's Friday, 2.45 Eastern, 8.45 local. It is first versus second. I split my pot in two half-unit bets. I do fancy the under 0.75 goals in the first half. And I also fancy the draw full-time, which pays well. I think it's plus 220-something. I haven't got the odds in front of me. 260. So it's it's a very good price. You can put half a unit. So I think it's going to be a cagey game. And it's a game, let's not forget, that both don't have to lose. Napoli don't have to win this game to be in with a chance to win the Scudetto. If they don't lose the game, if they draw, I'm sure the odds for them to win the Scudetto are going to shorten on Monday. So let's, let's, well, let's j- j- And just one other thing on this game, Daniele. If we've got some Bet Rivers um, customers here and we've got some uh, listeners and watchers uh, of the YouTube show and, and the podcast, and they're watching this game, 60 minutes has passed and it's still nil-nil or maybe 1-1. We've got half an hour left to play those that are betting in play and there's some really good options on the bet rivers out when it comes to betting in play markets do you think this will be even more cautious will both teams think do you know what a draw is okay for us because as you've mentioned for Juve they've still got the home game to come and for Napoli they potentially going to keep that sizable lead over their rivals obviously Milan also seven points behind as well but do you, do you think if it's if it's nil nil one one with 25 30 minutes to go do you expect it to be a game that both sides will want to manage out as a draw i think more than anybody it will be napoli because they See, that's be... interesting you would have thought they would be the team that might be a bit more offensive no i don't think so i think 65 minutes when the tyrant starts in depending who juventus go on the bench as well I think it will be Napoli to be more wary and it will be more cautious. Juventus have scored two late goals recently to win the game at Cremona and to win against Sudinese. I think they will be wary. I'm not saying they they will not go for it, but it's a dangerous territory for Napoli to be 1-1 with 65 minutes gone, whereas Juventus will be absolutely confident. Going to be interesting, going to be a fantastic game. Remember, it's streamed live on the Bet Rivers app on Friday, 2.45 Eastern, 8.45 local. That wraps up Betting Weekly, Extra Time, Serie A edition. We're back ahead of week 19. Make sure you're across all of the Bet Rivers podcasts at Because We Win. We'll see you next week. Yep. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly, Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.